Welcome to the Bar Fellas Podcast, a place for the busy everyday women who are sick and tired of those gosh darn bad diets. We're here to lift, lift the veils and the mysteries of fitness and lift other women who might be struggling with the same things we struggle with. We're going to tell you how we went from stay puffs to stay buffs. Find us on social media on Instagram, Barbellas Podcast, or find all our social links on our website, barbellas.net. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Darabella. I'm Sarah Bella. I'm Pam Bella. And we are the Barbellas. Woo! Ow! Ah, ow! On today's episode, we're going to tell you something scary. We're going to tell you about those monsters under our beds, in our closets, and in our heads. I'm sure that was copyrighted somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) No, but seriously, monsters, we've all got them. We've all got those like skeletons in our closet, those things that make it super, super difficult to get through some days. And it makes other days super amazing. You can use it to inspire you, you can use it to motivate you, or you can use it to feel like crap, because that's how I feel sometimes. Sometimes those monsters can be very overwhelming, and we've all been drugged down by them. Um, I think we're going to cover what a lot of people are talking about lately. Um, Comparison. The comparison monster. Yes. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. There's so much information out there and so much media. It's hard not to start comparing yourself to the people you follow. So when does motivation turn to that comparison monster? That is a very good question, and it's something I think about a lot because, like Pam, you were saying in the last episode, you kind of got started by looking at those different you know, models and fitness accounts on social media and seeing like how they were doing it, but then there's also that point when it gets to be like, oh, I want to look like this person, and you, like, you feel like you're constantly comparing yourself to that person and you're not getting there and you're not getting those results but who knows how long it took that person to get those results that they got like it did not happen overnight no you have to remind yourself that you know you have to do the best you can be the best you like the best version of yourself you know you can't compare yourself to someone else because you're not the same your composition's not the same your experiences aren't the same metabolisms aren't you're two different organisms it's hard, it's hard to compare and it's hard not to compare. And I think competing kind of brought that to light for me. I thought these girls who competed were constantly just muscle-bound and shredded. And I didn't know that there were different phases. So when I wasn't immediately shredded down, um, I got discouraged. You know, you're looking around at all the posts on Instagram especially. And I follow a lot of the pro girls and it's very hard to go, well, how come they're getting these results? How do I get those results? And I know that it, it drug me down just a little bit. So I had to stop following a couple of people until I got stronger and I got more in tune with the process and realized that that's a lot of smoke and mirrors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I follow a lot of Instagrammers that are all about body positivity. So they'll post like planking for pizzas, one of them she'll post like how she looks when she poses great and then how she looks when she doesn't pose right next to each other right and kind of celebrate both um that's a good hashtag to follow when you're feeling kind of 
down or you're not sure of like what you should be celebrating or you get discouraged, it's good to kind of remind yourself that of that smoke and mirrors. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. I The other day, well, okay, I like to post a lot of silly videos, especially like flexing my biceps and triceps because I feel pretty cool whenever I can see them coming in. And so I'm like, yeah, standing in front of the mirror. But then um, what I don't show you is how many takes it took me to get to that point. <laughs> and it how is many a, deleted pictures. Oh my got. gosh, so many deleted pictures, so many deleted videos. But the other day I posted a video of myself like trying to take my flexing selfies in the mirror and people thought it was hilarious and I personally think it's so funny because I'm like I'm just standing there and I'm like trying to hold the camera angle just right and like I'm like oh that's the good angle oh my gosh that other angle makes me look so bad but like the faces you make when you're trying to do these things like it's ridiculous (laughs) I was just pulling it up on my phone right now I'm like, oh my gosh, like, what is this girl doing? We're posing. We're posing. <laughs> We're trying to see some muscle definition. And I feel so silly sometimes when I see other people in the gym taking taking self selfies. I'm like, what are you doing? You're here to lift. But I don't know. It's good. Like, the progress photos, fo- photos are really good. They're really important because that's, like, if you can't see the results overnight, you're never going to see the results overnight, but... If you're like taking those progress photos, you will see the progress over time. You just got to trust the process and keep going. I think keeping going is probably um, the best thing. But how do you how do you stop comparing? I mean, we know because we compete that it's a lot of backstage stuff. You know, there's two coats of tan, there's hair and makeup, there's peak week. And right. I don't think a lot of people are really truly aware. And how how do you, Pam? How do you? You said you follow um, planking for pizzas. Is there any other way that you kind of turn? What do you do when the comparison monster lurks around? I think kind of what we're doing now is talking to other people who are supportive and who are positive, and just reminding yourself to celebrate other people too, like. It's not, we're not in a competition for ourselves. There's not a limit to how many people can have certain physiques, right? Mm-hmm. So the fact that you're seeing that means that it's something that is achievable. Mm-hmm. And I try to remind myself of that. I try to look at photos of where I've come from to remind myself, like, how far I've gone. Yeah. Um, and then just be happy in the present, you know, and celebrate where you're at. I think that's totally, totally important and totally, like, a, that's a great point. I didn't really think about but you definitely have to celebrate those little steps in the journey itself because we get so lost Mm -hmm. in the big picture but you have to kind of take a step back and be in the moment and that's kind of something I was in a cycle bar class one night and she's like just let go of all of the baggage that you're carrying around let go of all those fears let go of all that anxiety all the depression all those things that weigh you down and just be in the moment because we just spend so much time. We're all so busy with everything going on in our lives, with everything going on in the world. That Sometimes we forget to stop and take a second and just to celebrate how far we've come and celebrate, you know, what got us to where we are now. And that I think that can help you like shift your focus. If you can just, you know, take a minute, just I don't know. Meditate. Yeah, I tried yeah. my first meditation. Oh, oh how did it go? It was, it was really good. It was really enlightening. It was like, 
oh, I needed that because it's like sometimes the anxiety just weighs you down and the anxiety monster. Yeah. The anxiety monster. <sighs> Sorry, that was really creepy. <laughs> but I I deal with a lot of monsters, especially like throughout this journey that have really been tough for me to kind of like find the balance you know because I know where I want to be but then my head gets in the way and I start Mm -hmm. to play those games like uh like the body dysmorphia monster the scale monster the anxiety monster um the eating order eating disorder monster Mm -hmm. like I've talked about those things in the past but they really, they are part of who I am. They aren't who I am, and they don't really define me, but they do play a role in the things that I go through on a day-to-day basis, the things that I think about, especially when it comes to, like, having an eating disorder before, because that's so hard. It's like you want, you're so focused on, like, your body and what you're eating, and you have to learn to love food and love yourself. So, I don't know tough those monsters are scary they are and I think we all have them I think my worst one is um the phantom fat syndrome that even now that I've lost 30 pounds I still feel like I haven't and that gets into my head and that can mess with some stuff especially right now being in a bulking phase when my weight is going up significantly I'm at least 10 pounds heavier than when I competed but my measurements haven't changed. And if you don't know to check that, I think it can get out of hand very quickly because I was getting nervous that overnight I was just going to go right back to my original weight and then I'd have to fight and I would never get it back down in time for my October show. And that, um, that messes with me quite a bit. And it's just that feeling that it's like a phantom limb syndrome. Like you can feel it itching. Like you can still feel how you felt when you were bigger, overweight, or not the size I am now. And that really gets to me. So sometimes I have to stay off the scale because I get a little scared and obsessive and I get on the scale to make sure everything is staying in check. But the scale is only one way to measure something. The scale is only gonna tell me how much I weigh. So my coach has me doing my measurements and checking um, my body fat composition. So I know if I've gained two or three pounds, but my measurements have gone down, it's muscle. What measurements are you taking? So I take my waist measurement, like right across the top of my belly button and then across my hips, so like right across my booty, like the big part of my booty, because I'm actually trying to grow my booty and I don't want to see that measurement go down, which is really funny. Mm -hmm. And you really can't do that unless you're eating sufficiently and putting on weight. So I think the phantom fat is probably my biggest monster and the scale monster is probably my second biggest just because that number I think messes with a lot of women and maybe some men as well but you see it creeping up mm-hmm. and it gets really scary really fast and I feel almost silly because I'm afraid of a number on a scale and I know better but because I spent so much time at the heavier weight and not seeing any progress and not seeing it come down it does send me into a little bit of a panic. Right. So I, d- I usually text you girls or <laughs> I text my coach or I just stay off my scale and I tell myself, you know, you got down before, you'll get down again. You're, you know, your coach isn't going to let you get on stage if you're not ready and he's not going to let you not be ready. He's going to correct everything you can. But though, for those without a coach, um, it's really important to have a support system. 
So you can reach out and talk about your anxieties and your fears and not feel judged because I'm pretty sure I can tell you girls anything about my fitness journey and you're going you're gonna to be there to support me. And that's a huge, huge deal in destroying the monsters. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like that's a huge one for me, too, is feeling like I'm just going to wake up the next day and go back to the same weight. Mm-hmm. Or, like, feeling like I already am. Like, yeah. looking yes. in the mirror and feeling like, oh, my gosh, I'm back up to what I was before. And then having to, like, it's amazing how just, like, looking in the mirror, how deceiving it can be. And mm-hmm. then I'll take pictures and I'll compare it. And I'm like, huh. Okay. okay. You're crazy. Okay. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. Everything's fine. Um, it does get really discouraging. And I think like a, a big part of me being able to get past it has been having you guys to talk to about it. And I think because no one, like if I talk to my other friends who aren't going through this journey, they just think you're crazy. Right. You get right. the, oh, shut up. You know, you're so fit. You're so this. Right. Yeah. And whether or not we are fit, we still have those days where we feel like we're not. There are definitely up days and down days. It's kind of like the movie we saw, I Feel Pretty, when, yeah. you know, she's looking in the mirror. We all have made that face that, regardless of our fitness levels, it's still there. Do, um, when you competed, because you've competed multiple times, mm-hmm. we've only, the two of us have only competed once, like, did you have that same thing in between each show, or how did it differ or is it the same my um my first prep so I think I've mentioned it before I gained like six pounds directly after the show because I just went berserk and ate everything in sight and I'm not even kidding about that (laughs) everything I could get my hands on went into my mouth I was like a toddler um and then I kind of scaled it back it's like oh my gosh he's not kidding you know six pounds is crazy And then again, we kind of went into a little bit of a um, recomposition phase where I'm correcting my metabolism and going back up in calories and I gained six solid pounds and those didn't budge for a good eight or nine weeks. And I was scared out of my mind. I was like, what the hell is this? Why am I, what happened? What am I doing wrong? And because I was checking in, Adam was like, you're doing everything right. You look great. I'd put you on stage tomorrow. This is you know, this is muscle, this is what we're, we're doing. But had I not had that, I don't know, I think I would have gotten completely discouraged. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So the, the second prep was extremely hard because there wasn't a way that I was going to lose 30 pounds again. I would have been nothing. And so when I, when I wasn't seeing that progress, my mind automatically flipped and was like, okay, you're now, you, you peaked at what you were, now you're going to go back up and you're just going to keep going up this whole time. And that wasn't, that wasn't the case, but that's exactly where my mind went. And now this prep, I'm a little bit more prepared for the weight gain, like I wasn't before. So um, I'm a little bit more comfortable. I've had my, my ups and my downs, and I've had some you know, depressive days where the scale is just shooting up. And I got really nervous, and I got depressed about it, but I pushed through and kept going, and now I feel fine. Now I feel... I feel great. I, I can see the muscle now. I can see the progress. And I'm looking forward to the shredding season so I can see even more progress. So between your second and third prep, um, how much weight did, were you able to lose? Or do you know? I lost, I gained probably six, and then I lost ten. So I got down to like one, one sixteen. Okay. So... It was still, I mean, and that 10-pound loss 
was more of a transformation than the 30 pound loss because I had put on muscle. But if you don't know that to begin with, it's mm-hmm. a really scary thing. Mm-hmm. Totally is. Yeah, I think that's really helpful. I mean, it's even helpful just for us listening. But I think for people who are thinking of doing their first prep and kind of moving through the process, I mean, it is a process, mm-hmm. right? It like is you, a process. You learn things as you go. A lot of people talk about how, like, lottery winners, right? Like, a lot of times they spend all the money right away. Yeah. <laughs> because it is, like, you have... There is, like, a mental shift that comes, but, like, it takes time and you start to see you know right and the after show is probably you don't realize how quickly you'll gain and mm-hmm. most of it again was like water weight and I got back mm-hmm. on my diet and it corrected itself a little bit but then when we got back into the solid composition and I was still gaining weight that was where I started to flounder a little bit until I got control and realized it's muscle I, I need to weigh more and now I weigh even more I'm like, well, good. That just gives me more to lose. So I'm in a different mindset now. Mm-hmm. That's good. And it, it kind of helps to hear this for me because like this last week I gained four pounds and I hadn't gained any for a while. Mm-hmm. Like right after the show, I think I put six pounds back on and then I kind of lost it back a little bit. But then I finally put like four pounds on and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't stop looking at the scale. Like I am mm-hmm. obsessed with looking at the scale. But Pam, you were right. I look in the mirror and sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, I look just like I did before. Like, it's in your head. Yeah. Like, you're seeing something that's not there. And it's, oh, it, it's such a mind game. Like, mm-hmm. it's so hard. Because then you, like, your first thought is, okay, I have to cut back on what I'm eating. Like, I need to pay attention to how my carb intake. I need to do more cardio. Because, I, you know, we're on low carb cardio right now. Because yeah. we're trying to build muscle. And so, like, in your head, the first thing you think of is, like, I've got to go run. I've got to go... Right, you try to automatically correct it, and there's nothing to correct. No. But your mind will tell you, or not even our minds. Maybe it's just like social programming tells us, this is what we're supposed to do. Now we've got to get back down. But the down will come again. Yeah, I think definitely that fear. And one of my coaches was telling me that you can, in between shows try to maintain a lower weight and put on muscle, but it takes like triple the time. It's so much harder. It's so much easier if you put back on weight while you're doing it. Right, and you come down and you feed your body sufficiently. And I think it, it's just a societal thing, for especially for women. It just gets in your head so quickly. We're so obsessed with that number on the scale and it does get scary, like per, really terrifying to see it move up. Yeah, I definitely had a thought, like, last week where I was like, okay, I'm just going to do one week where I do double the amount of cardio. <laughs> like, and I'm like, yeah. no, don't do it. Don't no, do it. But I was like, okay, if I just do it for one week, it'll be fine. You right. Know? That's, how that's exactly what I do in my mind. I'm like, okay, well, this week I'll do double the cardio. Next week I'll, I'll scale it back to where I'm supposed to be. But they have these plans for us for a reason. Right. Our coaches are, have been doing this for a long time. And they've been through numerous preps and things like that, so we should trust them. But it, it's so hard to let go sometimes. And, like, especially when we've never done the whole bulking, shredding, bulking, shredding thing. Well, at least Pam and I, but yeah, it's so scary. It's like gaining muscle is amazing, and we all want to see that growth. Like, mm. Yeah, I think I'm in the mindset now, like, when I gain weight, I'm like, that better not be fat. And then when I lose weight, I'm like, that better not be muscle. muscle. Oh, yeah. yeah. I get, I'm like, oh, my gosh, that better have been 
all fat because I was working my tail off to get that mm-hmm. muscle. And if that muscle moves, I'm going to lose my mind. So. Yeah. You're, I saw that post on Facebook that you wrote, and I was like, that is so true. I yes. can't stop thinking oh about that now, but it's 100% true. It's never ending. But I think the idea is that it's always going to be a prog. It's going to be progress. Like, yeah. it's a process, and you're always going to have something yeah. that you're working towards that, you know, is going to struggle. But you can overcome it. Yes. And I learned that it's okay. It's okay to struggle. It's okay to reach out for help. It's okay to, to say, this is what I'm struggling with. Because every single time I have had a struggle, there have been 10 or 15 other women who have the exact same struggle. And we can kind of talk each other through it. And that's been so helpful instead of just holding it in and going, you're such a baby, you know, you're, you're making yourself fail. You're doing this to yourself and just reaching out just a simple on natural fitness chicks. I always get a super positive response and I was terrified to let anybody else mm-hmm. know that I was struggling because everybody was like, oh, you're so strong. You're so dedicated. You're so this. Yes. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> yes, totally. Oh my yeah. God. I can't get on the scale right now because I'll start crying. <laughs> I know. It's funny to think back when we all first met each other at like a camp, yeah. like before we started talking to each other and like your perception of everyone else is that they're so perfect and they're not yeah. struggling with anything. And yeah, they like, just nail everything. You're like, no. oh my gosh. But um, it's like a game changer when you have people that you can talk to about it and know that you're not alone and I I think it's so cool like how how like supportive the organization Muscle Mania is and all the people who I've met throughout the process. Oh like yeah. it's it blows my mind because I remember growing up and people were so mean and so like they boil bully you, you know, and it's cutthroat and everyone against each other instead of like no, we're all in this together. Our, you know, we're all working for ourselves, not for each other. Yeah, we're. It's not a competition, even when we're competing. It's, no, we're competing one on one. Every time we're on stage, it's never. Even in in the NPC where there's comparisons, you're still only competing between you and the judges, no matter what, because like you said earlier, we're different organisms. Organisms. We're different people. We're different compositions. There's no way to truly compete against another person because they're so different and they bring a different package than you brought and they train differently than you did. And I think I appreciate women so much more now that I've done this, especially the women in this sport who are so supportive. And I mean, backstage, everybody is, is, has everyone else's back. And that's so great to see. It really is. Oh yeah. It's such a great community. That was the thing that really like made me feel comfortable to get on stage because yeah, I was nervous about like when I showed up at the camp I was nervous and then when everyone was so supportive I was like oh this is fun like this is like getting ready with a group of friends yeah exactly even at the show it was everyone everyone was you know supporting each other and cheering each other on which I think because we hear the word competition our like preconceived notion is that starts to kick in yeah that's gonna be like the worst (laughs) Be horrible. Horrible. It's be horrible and breaking your heels yeah. and cutting your bikini straps. You no, know, it's never like that. No never. way. No way. I've seen girls uh, break their heels or something go wrong with their suit and someone's there with a backup suit for them. Oh, or that's someone's oh. there with an extra pair of heels or whatever they need 
so they can get out and keep competing. It's amazing. <laughs> or pouring honey in your mouth. <laughs> that definitely happened <laughs> backstage. I'm like, Sarah, I don't know you super well, but like, my blood sugar is so low. Can you please pour honey in my mouth? Just pour it in there. Just squeeze it in. No, but like, I don't think that I would be able to like get through all the monsters that I have had without like all the amazing support. Like at first, I didn't want to open up to anyone about the struggles that I have gone through in the past and that I still kind of go through yeah. now. But once everyone was so, you know, like, you know, so open to it, so receptive, and then like gave feedback, like such positive feedback, you know, now it kind of feels like I could be unstoppable. I just have to get out of my own way. Yeah, for so. sure. Yeah, getting out of your own way is, is major. I think it's probably one of the biggest things that'll stop you when you overthink something and you let the monsters take over. We like to talk about them as wolves and we don't like to feed the comparison wolf or right. fear wolf or any of the other wolves. So it'll starve and go away or I'll yeah. stick my sarcasm wolf on it because it is a fat <laughs> bastard and I feed it constantly. So I will, I will let my sarcasm wolf go <laughs> on any other wolf that comes around and it won't, it won't survive. So, <sighs> well, I think that pretty much sums up all of our monsters. <laughs> they're, they're there and they're going to be there and we're going to continue to battle them and we're going to continue to do it together. Exactly. And, you know, if you ever have something that you're struggling with, feel free to reach out to us. Absolutely. Like, we we want to help support you just like you've helped support us. Like, we appreciate you so much. Um, especially those of you, I mean, obviously you're listening, so you're hearing this, so thank you. Um, so be sure to find us on social media. Reach out to us. Send us a question. Send us a message. and uh, we'll Send us something you're struggling with. We'll, we'll address it. We're happy to. Yep. You can find us on Barbellas Podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Look us up. Find us. <laughs> Give us a shout out. <laughs> and uh, next week, we keep saying this, but we, we really are promise. going to have a guest. <laughs> we promise. We, we will have a guest next week, a special surprise guest. Yeah, this person has been tough. You know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get you. We will get you. Third strike or you're out of here. <laughs> well, I see the sun coming out, ladies, and I think it's time to go hit the incline. Woohoo! Ah! <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we'll catch you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.